We're so behind in our recording schedule. It's Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, so it is happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving in about a week. Uh it we're yeah, it's uh the Macy's Day Parade has been kicking off for about a couple hours now on the East Coast. We're on the West Coast, which is stupid. Oh. Yeah, so you're listening to Everyone's a Critic and uh you got, we got to give more credit to the name of the podcast. Hey, folks, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. We're the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. That's right. I, I'm Jess. And I'm uh, I'm Johnny Johnny Bobani. Hi, my name is Ronnie. I'm Ronnie now. Ronnie. Ronnie. I didn't marry Ronnie. I don't like that. No, I'm Ronnie now. And actually, Ronnie uh, has the privilege of introducing... Uh, a returning guest to the show who has a special message for us. Okay. okay. A little, little, little announcement that I'm, I'm for one, I'm very excited about. Okay. All right. I'm nervous as hell. We're, we're all looking towards 2020, and I'm very excited. Oh boy. All right. And so uh, I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let him talk for a little bit, and then we'll we'll get back to our show. Oh, okay. There's gonna be a little bit of patriotic music here. Okay. Oh, all right. Hell. All right. I'm gonna put that in in post. Okay. Good evening, my fellow Americans. I am Lord P.B. Crackerton, and today I have the privilege, nay, the honor, of announcing my run to be the 46th President of these United States. I, Lord P.B. Crackerton, will assail every airway from my estate in the Hamptons to my estate in Napa Valley with a message of hope, dignity, and the dangers of fluoridated water. I. Lord P.B. Crackerton believe in protecting our food from dangerous additives and protecting our children from dangerous vaccinations. So this 2020, vote for me, Lord P.B. Crackerton, your Green Party candidate for president. You got to be careful with that shit, yo. We we elected somebody crazier than that. You gotta be fucking careful. I, I don't I don't know if I appreciate you uh trash talking someone who had the uh you know the the good grace to uh you know give us a message for our show and, and announce something really important. I think that's great. I love hearing from Lord PB Cracked, and that's just me. That's just I, me. I, I, I think I, he's a great presence on the show. I think we should hear more from him. I'd push him backwards into a big pool of water. <laughs> so this is a show where we find reviews online that are <laughs> funny goodness. and then share them with each other. Uh, what's uh, what's your... I actually... We didn't talk about who's starting first this week, so that's fun. What are you bringing? I'm starting first. Oh, good. Okay, so then I'm going to say what I'm bringing. Excellent. Well, I am bringing us on a wonderful, wonderful trip. I love doing a trip. Okay. We're doing a wonderful trip. A little Thanksgiving trip. I will, I will say where we're going later. Oh, boy. But okay. it's going to be a good one. I'm very excited. Okay. <clears throat> so, as we mentioned, we're recording this literally on Thanksgiving because we're so behind. Um, so, I'm going to do some... I'm going to do a little a little thanks, Thanksgiving special. Uh, <laughs> well, I was thinking with your noggin. That's good. I know. I didn't I know. do that. Um, I didn't do the thinking part. As we know, Thanksgiving's a questionable holiday at its very, very best. So I figured we'd we'd just dive into some questionable matters. <laughs> and that's worked out so well for us in the past. My least favorite episode, the Paula Dean Ravine, is in fact our most downloaded. Can't explain that. It's definitely our worst one. It really bothers me. Uh, but I'm going to call this vegetarian Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> And I want you to know that this oh, started out pretty innocently because I legitimately was just looking for 
a recipe for lentil loaf because that, listener, is what we've decided to have for our Thanksgiving meal. Yep. And I am fucking pumped. Don't even play. Um, <laughs> but So I, we're going to get started with a recipe for vegan nut loaf. Oh, good. Which sounds really tasty. It sounds delicious. I mean, it doesn't sound any worse than lentil loaf, really. Wait till I tell you the recipe. <laughs> it okay. sounds way worse than... <laughs> Well, it's got it's got some competition, so let's hear it. Um, chopped celery, chopped onions, chopped walnuts, chopped pecans, uh, soy milk, dried basil, dried oregano, breadcrumbs, and salt and pepper. Thin. That's it. That's the whole recipe. So literally, it's just n- nuts and soy milk and breadcrumbs. Yeah, I mean, you had me at celery. <laughs> it's just stuffing. It's nut stuffing yeah. that they this this all recipes user has told people to like put in a pan. Yeah, it sounds kind of like all the ingredients you would use in like a post-apocalyptic story where they're just like pressing nutrient bars mm-hmm. for the for the lowest class to eat. Oh, that no. that's what it's made out of is is that stuff. Except for nuts are expensive. Um, True. So we're gonna just this is almost an episode of a sitcom is what we're about to. I'm gonna basically just read you the pilot script for a a little American sitcom. Oh, good. Okay. Think like a. What's that one that Kevin James is in? King of Queens. Yeah, Queen of uh, Queen of Hearts, something like yeah, that. Queen mm-hmm. of Hearts, that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So John R., I found this review first. It is one star. I feared this recipe for a long time. Heather had been threatening to make it for several weeks, and each time I had been able to deflect her loaf-making frenzy. But finally, on a night when I was tired and disoriented, she convinced me to put up my feet and read while she made the vegan nut roast. After a few hours in the oven, the nut roast emerged an altogether different loaf. By the time it was done, it was less a nut roast and more a simmering nut stew. Heather took a bite and I followed. I feigned a smile for several seconds as I tried to ignore the flavor, but Heather rescued me with her angry admission that she hated it, and it was okay for me to hate it too. Forcing myself to swallow, I spilled out my hatred and said, I hate it, it's terrible, and I never want it again. (laughs) I scooped the wet loaf into a bag where it sat, warm and disturbingly pliant to the touch. It hit the bottom of the dumpster with a thud and an unmistakable sound of thick nut roast escaping onto the floor. Now Heather and I are over the whole ordeal, although occasionally I wake up in the sweat, fearing I'll hear the sound of a mushy appendage squooshing against our window, begging <laughs> us to give it a second chance. Okay, well, we clearly got to take Bob Bob Dylan's Nobel Peace Prize away. because and give it to John R. We found a better candidate, yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> clearly. A more deserving person. Uh. Um, okay. And then I found... I mean, doesn't it just sound like they did it wrong? I mean, they just did I mean, it wrong, I, right? The recipe, admittedly, was difficult to follow. I looked through okay. it. And genuinely, like, there were some people who said it was great. The recipe doesn't sound that great to me. I'm sure it is, like, if you're into that kind of I thing. Mean, I just feel like if you turn something that's supposed to be a solid loaf into a not-at-all-solid stew, maybe you've done something wrong. But there's no binder okay. in the recipe, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's there's a problem. There's soy milk and breadcrumbs... And nuts, but there's no like, there's <laughs> yeah, no like egg. That. Well, it's vegan. Yeah, it's so, substitute. You know, yeah, there's no yeah. like chia seeds that you've let sit for ten minutes. That would be it. Wouldn't or it? Yeah. like a flax mm-hmm. seed that you've like let mm-hmm. bloom a little bit. Like there's no binder. Right. No. Vegans, vegans are allowed to have binders in their food too. That's okay. So it's more like a, a mushy nut crumble. Yeah. Okay, that sounds pretty bad. After I had read that review, I read several more reviews that were not, that were fine. And then I read this review from Heather D. 
Heather? One star. Oh, they both hopped on. Nice. My husband may not ever forgive me for making this. And both of us are vegetarian. After realizing that our dinner was inedible, after preparing it for two for over a two-hour time span, we ceremoniously scraped the loaf into a garbage bag and tossed it outside in the dumpster. <laughs> Maybe now we can begin to heal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so that's my pilot for my new sitcom. Um, I mean, so those two are basically us. They just don't have any hobbies. They we, just haven't realized that they can read other people's reviews as yeah, a hobby yet. Yeah, like we've got we've got hobbies and shit to do. They they don't have anything to do, so they're just reviewing all recipes. Listen, John R is about to write the next great American novel. For real, I, I don't doubt it she for a second. Meat. So we're gonna move on to vegetarian meatloaf. <laughs> okay. So what is it actually? Okay, vegetarian meatloaf is vegetarian burger crumbles. <laughs> oh, okay, but like that's a wide array of options, my does, friend. What are we does doing? Does not specify. Oh, that's one not good. package of vegetarian burger crumbles. Oh god, which is where most people had a problem because they're like, when you don't specify, that could be anything. Yeah, for real. This meatloaf also calls for one whole twelve ounce bottle of barbecue sauce, the entire bottle. <laughs> that is important. God. That is key to remember. Okay. And then like uh, bell pepper, onion, garlic, breadcrumbs, cheese, egg, yeah, thyme, no. you know, all the other stuff. But no, at that point, nothing else you put in it matters. No. It's one... just a big barbecue sauce loaf. And Jeez Louise 2012 had this one star <laughs> review. Good. Okay. Recipe calls for way too much barbecue sauce. And to be honest, meatloaf isn't supposed to have barbecue sauce in slash on it anyway. Eggs make it moist enough and ketchup should be on top. That's how they do it in Ohio. No, I, that's how they do it everywhere. Don't don't get don't get your fucking just panties in a twist, okay? It's like that Cincinnati chili thing. Yeah, yeah. I found this recipe to be too sweet and taste like pure barbecue sauce. Also, the oven timing is way off. Needs to be in the oven much longer to set. I added about 40 minutes into the end, and it still didn't end up setting until it was refrigerated. <laughs> I don't well, that's how we do it in Ohio. No. Every, no, everybody else, I, think, I mean, yeah. ketchup and, and meatloaf go together like ketchup and meatloaf. Yeah. this. I mean, this this recipe sounds like the time I had some leftover falafel mixture and just made some falafel burgers. And, they, and I made them for myself. So, like, no one was harmed in the process. And I liked them. But I'm sure as shit not going to hop on all recipes and be like, guys, guys, guess what I did? Guess what I did in my kitchen when I got bored? <laughs> like, no. Davy Cooks had this one star review. Okay, <clears throat> so the other thing is because I don't have a whole, my faith in humanity fluctuates drastically. <laughs> and so when I read Parmesan cheese in a recipe on all recipes, I just assume they're talking about like dried craft in the green bottle Parmesan cheese. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure that they're not sometimes, but I just feel like that's the like, the mom staple. That's like the 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 parent that cooks staple. Is you just put craft parmesan in your food. Yeah, I would. Which I would. Fine. I wouldn't make that assumption necessarily, but neither but did Davy Cooks. Oh, good. Okay. Parmesan is not vegetarian, not because of dairy, but because of enzymes. Yeah. No. But 
Go Which ahead. is true, but I just liked well, how pointed it is. <laughs> no, no, no. Parmigiano Reggiano is exactly. not vegetarian. This this person is a little, a little up up in their own shit. Just wanted to find the thing that wasn't vegetarian. Just, yeah, just looking for an opportunity. Hey, hey, by the way, hey. Um, we have I I I almost brought a different recipe that had Worcestershire sauce in it, mm-hmm. and every third comment was <laughs> Worcestershire sauce has anchovies in it. Stop the presses. <laughs> And then, like, every comment that followed it was, you can use a nutritional yeast. It kind of tastes like Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, I could see that. Which I can see, but also it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of those things. Like, you either have to just be okay with using Worcestershire sauce or you just have to not try to get the Worcestershire sauce flavor. Mm. Because there's not really anything that tastes like Worcestershire no. I just wanted to say that word five times on our audio medium. <laughs> and there does seem to be an assumption in the vegan community that nutritional yeast can just be and do anything. You know, I've never actually had... Well, I, I probably have had it like out at, at a restaurant. A, a restaurant yeah, me too. But I'm curious. It, see, it really does seem like the magic mm-hmm. seasoning yeah. I'm very curious about. Um, Gin V has the, this three-star review. Very dry. Might double the barbecue sauce. <laughs> Two bottles. Two bottles. Oh, that's a lot of sugar, my man. The barbecue sauce is also not specified. So it's what your your favorite vegetarian burger crumbles yeah. and your favorite barbecue sauce. Um, yeah, I mean, this this person just hopped into their kitchen, had some leftover boca, had some leftover craft barbecue sauce, and fucking mashed them with a fork, and then decided and that that was worthy of sharing. Craft parmesan, which doesn't yeah. have rennet in it. No, no. Or cheese. No, not really. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. My mom always we always had it. I thought mm. it was the tastiest shit. Um, can I can I, I let it. can I let you in on my pretensions? Even when I was a kid and not pretentious, I thought that shit was fucking gross. Of I, I did not did. understand why people liked it. Of course you did, but your mom was also is also like a very very good cook. And oh, my we mom, had it in the house all the time. God love her. Just we I just ate a lot of hamburger helper, and I loved every single second of it. Yeah. One last recipe. Oh, good. Vegetarian mushroom and walnut loaf. I love a loaf. That sounds good. I could clown on that. It's, yeah, it sounds good. You know, cremony mushrooms, onion, bell pepper, sage, brown rice, uh, onion soup mix, uh, wheat germ, egg whites. All my favorite things. Prepared mustard. Ooh, what does that mean? I have no idea. Oh, this well. is a fancy recipe. All right. We might not ever know. Um, and <laughs> I just have one review for this recipe, and then it, I'm going to bounce it over to you. Oh, thank God. This is a review from Food Snob. It is four stars. Overall, this came out tasty, but I did have to make a few swaps and tweaks. Fuck yeah, here we go. In order to make it vegan. Mm. Moreover, in the future, I will add lentils for enhanced texture, and I will add unsweetened applesauce as a binder in lieu of eggs. Yeah, famously lentils, very good for the texture. That's what you use them for. So, instead of plain old brown rice, I used brown rice, wild rice, thinly sliced carrots, and a few tiny broccoli florets. I didn't have oat bran or wheat germ, so instead I used half a cup of cooked kamut hot cereal. I also swapped the Worcestershire sauce for liquid coconut aminos. I didn't have sage or mustard, so I skipped that. I just used Italian seasoning and dried basil instead of onion soup powder. I used a few dashes of low-sodium adobo seasoning for the glaze on top of the loaf. I used a mixture of organic ketchup and honey. This recipe is a good foundation for a meatless loaf. I mean, it's it's so hard to say. Is is that is that satire? Is that all fictional? 
Or is it just a vegan? I think it's, she's just vegan. And so she just, I just, I love, I love a, a review that's just, okay, and so for this part of the recipe, I did this instead, and this part of the recipe, I did this instead, and this part of the recipe, I did this instead, and then I added liquid coconut aminos. The line between satire and reality there just doesn't even it's exist. So, like... They both look the same. The line between satire and reality is one of those wiggly men outside car dealerships you know <laughs> especially yeah right here especially yeah okay. <laughs> i love it a lot all right where are we oh going? my god i am so excited going? all right you've never heard of this place i'm gonna okay. this isn't like pocatello was a callback to an inside joke of ours this is not okay I just, i'm gonna take one big long sip of my coffee oh please do that'll be for all of our listening pleasure yeah you really went for it too so this this is just a place I randomly heard of. Okay. I just like randomly heard it one day and I was like I'm like edge of my seat excited. About I was this. like, I've been wanting to do a trip, that's the place. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna hope it's good because I had no idea. And I got online and it was fucking good. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, okay. my gosh, oh my gosh. So normally I do a little ad, right? I make a little ad. It's like it's it's really fun for me. It's my favorite thing about these episodes. I'm not gonna do that because there is just too much to and talk about. You already about. did that weird PB cracker tin thing. I already did the weird PB Crackerton thing. If you don't like it, we'll do something else. And I'll no, I love it, it. I love it. But I just feel like I need to be the fu- the foil sometimes to the to the bonkers ass shit that you do. I love it. The the PB Crackerton thing is just one of a long list of things that I'm going to look back on two years from now when we're hopefully still making this podcast and be immensely embarrassed of. Oh, I love it but so much. What I'm trying to do is so live much. my life where I don't question my own actions. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to we're going to look at this place from three different angles to get some contextual information about what this place is. Does that sound good? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We we are taking a trip to Grand Island, Nebraska. Oh, fuck, I love Nebraska. Let's get started learning about Grand Island, Nebraska by taking a look at an upcoming event for Grand Island, Nebraska. The Mayor's Tree Lighting Ceremony in 2018. Is it a real island? No, it's oh. in Nebraska. See, that's what I thought. I was like, I didn't think island, they had islands in I Nebraska. Think, I think it's like cut off by some rivers or something, but it's not re- like... It's a peninsula. It's an island as much as the island in Pigeon Forge is an island. Anyway, <laughs> that was a deep cut. Let's take a look at this events page off the City of Grand Island website. The City of Grand Island and downtown Railside invite the community to celebrate the lights, sounds, and fun activities of the Christmas holiday on Friday, November 30th with a family-oriented Christmas event in downtown Grand Island. So already, Grand Island not afraid to take a stand on the war on Christmas, taking a firm stand. Here, across this line, you will not pass. Boom. Done. Let's move on. <laughs> the new life community... At this event, at this event... The New Life Community Church will have cookie decorating, dog treat making for CNHS, Christmas activities, a chili feed, games for kids of all ages, and will also be taking donations of coats and blankets to give back to the families in need in our community. And as I would like to ask you, as a longtime member of the church-going community, what's a chili feed? Can you say it one more time in context? The New Life Community Church will have cookie decorating, dog treat making, Christmas activities, a chili feed, games for kids of all ages. Um, so I what's assume, a chili feed? I assume it's just a different name for a chili cook-off. No, that don't make no sense. You know, when everybody brings their, their chili, their famous chili, and then somebody wins? I just have to assume they get like 10 kids and then each give them one of those like horse food feeders and strap it to their heads and then they just eat chili out of it. And that's the chili feed. And whoever finishes their horse food bag first... 
I, I, I could see why it, you might think that because the Christian church has a long history of being really good to children. <laughs> um, but I'm I mean, pretty sure pretty I'm pretty good. sure it's just like a Midwestern chili cook off. Or is it like is it like a stream? Is it like a twenty four seven live stream of a bowl of chili? What's a chili feed? Anyway, let's move on. I that's all I had to say. What's a chili feed? <laughs> Listeners, if you know what the fuck a chili feed is. Second bit of context. On the Grand Island, Nebraska Wikipedia page, there is a subsection called Environmental Issues. <gasps> Construction of a primary water detention cell for flood control by the Central Platte River Natural Resources District, the City of Grand Island, Hall County, and Merritt County has been delayed by slow cleanup of burning grounds with buried and unexploded gravel mines on the former Cornhusker Army Ammunition Plant. In 1981, a plume of contaminated groundwater was discovered beneath the former ammunition plant, which occupies 20 square miles west of Grand Island. The plume extended to northeast of the plant for about five miles and migrated towards Grand Island. RDX was discovered at 371 parts per billion and TNT at 445 parts per billion on the plant site and just over 100 parts per billion off-site. The safe drinking water standard for RDX and TNT is two parts per billion. <laughs> so Grand Island is, is home to one of the larger Superfund sites in the country. Oh, my god! A 20 square mile ammunition plant. Wow. <laughs> and I fucking love it. Wow. Are you ready for our third piece of context? Um, yeah. I found this on the Grand Island forums on TripAdvisor. There are seven posts on the forums dating from 2005 to 2018. So they average about a post every two years. Okay. This post. What is the story behind Witch's Bridge? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. This is a post from 2005. There's a bridge in Grand Island called Witch's Bridge. Would you like to learn about it? Oh my goodness. All right. I've, I've practiced reading this. It's, it's hard. And I'm going to read it with a Southern accent. I know we've been there. But it just reads better. You just okay. gotta. I'm just going to go ahead and preface I, this by saying we know people in Nebraska don't have a Southern accent. I know. It's just better. Okay. It is said that a witch used to live there and worship the devil. She was said to be killed and her house burned down. And it is said, if you drive to the bridge at midnight, stop in the middle of the bridge, turn off your car. Some say the witch will try to pull you down. And you can also, if you are lucky, see the spurts of those who perished on the bridge. Because it is reported that many people died on that bridge while driving over it at top speeds. Also, it doesn't really happen as much, but your car won't start after you try to drive to the other side of the bridge. After you drive over the bridge, there are some houses on your left, and some say that people that live there also worship the devil. And late at night, you can see a chair in one of the old torn-down house, and the chair would be rocking back and forth by itself. And no, it couldn't be the wind, because it's an awful big chair for the wind to move it. Also, they say that a spurt of an old man will try to get you off the property, and the old man has red bloody eyes. I love that it's not just a southern accent. It is specifically an East Tennessee, like, Sevierville accent. The bad thing about the houses is that it is private property, and some farmers use the land next to the old houses for cattle. So good luck trying to get in, because last time I passed through there, the path to the houses was sealed by a gate. They must have done that so no one will go there on Halloween night, and it is trespassing if you try to get in, and if you get in, you can be fined up to $500 if you get caught. And don't ask why they never torn down them old houses down. Nobody knows why they are still standing. <laughs> <laughs> you will see the spurt of an old man. <laughs> He's got red bloody eyes. He's got red bloody eyes. I think that... 
I don't know. That, there's, I think there's a world where that paragraph is almost better if it's read by Lord Dern's dad. <laughs> you know? And he's just like, there's an old man. He's, he's a got spurt. red He's eyes. a spurt of an old man. <laughs> the spurt thing is amazing. It took me forever oh, to figure God. out what you were talking about with the spurts. And I was like, like water spurts? Like they jumped <laughs> off the bridge? And like the water spurt it? <laughs> So this episode's gonna go long. That's okay. That's okay because Grand Island is worth it. It's okay. It's our it's our Thanksgiving special. So we're taking this trip. We're gonna do our usual thing. We're gonna look at some attractions. We're gonna look at some gastronomy. We're gonna get started with the attractions. So when you Google Grand Island, Nebraska, normally when you Google a city, there's a picture of like downtown that comes up. You know, in like the Wikipedia sidebar on Google. Yeah, for sure. When you Google Grand Island, Nebraska, it's a picture of a water park. With two big water slides. That's amazing. So and gonna, I love it. And you want to know the best thing about this water park, which what, we're going to look at what, now? What, 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 what? It's a municipal water park. It's a city-owned water park. Island Oasis water park. We're going to look at some reviews right now. Are I you ready? I fucking love that. I'm so excited. Please tell me everything. We have a review from Natty G. Good and decent. Four stars. Good and decent. I love that. We're in a good community, babe. Great for the kids. Gets really super crowded on certain days, so watch out for that. I always had fun here when I was younger. Good old-fashioned fun. Fashion. <laughs> the good la- old-fashioned. The Lazy River is good for adults to take a break, and they have decent food. Pricey, but decent. Bring money. <gasps> to a water park? Bring money. That's amazing. That's what they want. They want all your sweet, sweet cheddar. We have a review from Tang Dan Hauer. Five stars. Fun. Was had by all. Go as a family several times throughout the summer. Great price. Two adults and three kids for $24. Oh, fuck. Are you shitting me? Lazy River is always a big hit. Love that they allow parents to go first dine the water slides to allow parents to catch them. Or kids can wear life jackets down the water slides. Great chairs. Good amount of shade. Would have liked the music to be louder, but all in all, a great place for kids and adults if all ages. And so what I wanted to ask you is when you're at a place like that, do you... Do you like the music to be just like nice and nice and popping, nice and loud, just as loud as possible? Yeah. Cause then my, I can get my freak on. <laughs> my version of hell is already a water park. I don't know if I need the. You the, were reading that, and I was like, "Oh damn, I want to go to a water park." <laughs> I don't know if I want the demonic chorus to be any louder than it already is. And then I listed in my head all the people that would go to a water park with me, and the the closest one, the closest one, is probably 800 miles away the, the closest individual that would go to a water park so it would be just you and then you would look down and you only see one set of footsteps because i'm there by myself because my husband doesn't love me <laughs> can we put that on our poster there was one set of footsteps because my husband won't let me have fun kate when we're done recording can you explain that parable about the footprints on the beach because i've never understood it yes never. you have i'm uh, not really jesus carries you yeah but so like you're just floating if there's, if there's only one set of footprints, it's just you anyway. Isn't that what you it's, expect? It's a metaphor because when you're yeah, going through a hard time. I don't understand the logistics. you don't see anybody next to you, it's not because you're by yourself. It's because Jesus is carrying you. Because when you look down, you only see one set of footsteps. You think, oh, it's because I'm on my own. But it's not. It's because God's got you. But that don't make no sense. Even, even, if, even from okay. like... You have to explain it to me. Anyway. I'm just saying, the, if you open the Bible, it doesn't it's seem not, that interesting. It's not the only thing that doesn't make sense. I know, but okay. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying the logistics. We have a review from Quantum63. This is a five-star review. For, for fun, this is the one. 
One of the best times we had in a long time as far as water parks go. I give this a five star. All family had fun, including me and son had a great time. Also, the wife customer service there was excellent and food was good. A little pricey, but not too bad. A great time for a summer outing. Not a punctuation mark was harmed in the making of that, that review. This place sounds baller. I love it. We have a two star review from Marty Stout. Not enough parking. Overcrowded. Can he use his full name? Oh, that is, well, stout like a beer. Whatever. Fuck it. Okay. We're going to assume, it's like Marty McFly. That's not a real name. No one has that name. Okay, so tell me this review from Marty McFly. Yeah. I guess if you like being shoulder to shoulder with strangers in a stew, then this is the place for you. (sighs) Damn it, Marty McFly. I was having a good time imagining this place. We're all just having fun rhymes. We're all having fun rhymes. And that was a mean one. That was a mean fun rhyme. We've got one more review for the water park. Oh, I'm excited. Four stars from Corinthius. Not bad, all caps. I have an eight-year-old barely learning to swim on her own and six-year-old who can't swim at all. So this was this was a good place to go. Oh, yeah. Good destination. Mm-hmm. First of all, the wave pool is super dangerous for a little one to be alone. A child has no idea how to judge the height or current of the waves, and they can easily drown. The kids' area, in my opinion, needs to be a bit more secluded from the deeper section and wave pool. If you have a child less than five feet who can't swim, they can easily misjudge the depth of water and be in a world of trouble, especially the wave pool. If you want to say that the staff seemed very alert at all times throughout the entire park, which seemed very pleasing, although makes me wonder how many accidents they have had because all the staff were super alert while the wave pool went into action. The, t- the tube slides were amazing and don't need to be able to swim to ride. Be prepared for lots of exercise. The two flume slides were okay, but the water is too deep and your child must be able to swim or stand in, ha- in five and a half feet tall to be safe. I don't want to discourage any parents, but if you are a parent like me and your child can't swim good, then make you then make sure your child is accompanied by an responsible person because this swimming trip can become tragical before you know it. There's so much to unpack here. All right, fucking like... Quakey McSafety up here? Like, what is it? Fucking just, okay. Buzzy McBuzzkill, what are you doing? Here's the thing. Even if your, your child swims like a fucking champion, you, you should, you, your child should be with a responsible adult. It's a water yeah, park. Yeah, like, that's what I loved about that review. It's a water all, park. All of the concerns are totally like common sense and, and, but, and like I mean, out of nowhere. Maybe in Grand Island, Nebraska, like, kids don't get kidnapped. <laughs> I don't or, or maybe. maybe maybe this water park that everybody loves maybe they just had like children get churned up in the wave pool constantly and that's why they're on so high alert because why else would they give a shit well, I if mean why why would they before, do that it's not like they're trained to be on high alert just... so like surely that means that children just get just get gnawed constantly if your kids are six and eight and you plan to go to a water park and not watch them my advice would be don't go to a water park that would be <laughs> especially if one of them can't swim at all cannot swim at all it is not the water park's fault that there is a swimming pool there i <laughs> i don't want to discourage parents but your your kid might get munched by a, wa- a wave pool like just, be careful communities have pools if your kid can't swim and you don't want to look after them maybe just take them to the kiddie pool it could become tragical y'all <laughs> All right, we've got. I fucking love a water park. We've got one more attraction to look at. We all have this image of like the reenactment, like colonial pioneering museum, where like all the people that work there have to be in character, and they're like, "I sure don't know what a cell phone is. What's that crazy thing you're holding?" Like that place, Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah. Yeah, we all have the image. I've never been to one, so for me, it's just a big trope. Like it doesn't even exist. It's just a big trope, which is fun. Now, Grand Island, Nebraska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is that kind of thing? Like there's mm-hmm. a bunch of old because it's the Jamestown rec- Colony reenactment houses mm-hmm. and yeah. Okay, cool. 
blacksmith. I have a cousin who's a Civil War reenactor. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Grand Island has one. This is called the Stour Museum of the, pra- of the Prairie Pioneer. Oh, boy. We have a few reviews for this. Almo Beach has a five-star review. Visit the past in real time. If Railroad Town is open spring to fall, it is great for all age kids, even teenagers. The museum has quote-unquote child actors out in the town doing tasks that would be normal in the 1890s. If you ask them questions, they answer. They won't know what an iPod or cell phone is. It is cool. Visit on a holiday if you can. They host events traditional to the 1890s era, a real treat for older people as well. They have a store and a salon in town where you can buy a bottled sarsaparilla. Really fun. That's cute. Okay. We have a five-star review from M.G. Alex, Beautifully Done Museum. This is a wonderful place to learn about life on the prairie, something that sadly many children will never get to learn about. (laughs) <laughs> from attractive what? from attractive dockins i don't know what a dockin is i see that where I, that's my bad I, I don't i've seen that word before i just don't know what it is from so i'm probably saying it wrong from interactive dockins in the old prairie town to an old union pacific engine passenger car and caboose it's a great place to take kids to learn about our history <laughs> i mean frontier history is very interesting so far so so far we have two child torture advocates okay we're just rounding up all the child torture advocates who just love punishing children for fun we're really we're gathering them all up i think it's a docent docent yeah it's like a guide oh so it's an interactive human being gotcha yeah. understood yeah, it's a human person all right which is i feel like important to note yeah for real we have a two-star review from from carousel riot you can't rate history that's a good name carousel riot i like that i like that that's the name of my indie band yeah for real only cool if you're a kid what the fuck is going on what the fuck is going on grand island i used to go on a field trip there when i was in elementary it was very boring and there wasn't much to do about a year ago i went back with a friend whose mom made us since i stayed the night and she wanted us to do something educational it was very very boring we mainly just walked around and looked at old cars i wouldn't suggest going there (laughs) what the fuck is going on in grand island nebraska y'all wow okay why are we all acting like this shit is fun for kids? And then why are we taking them there and saying like, oh, teenagers will have a great time. I, Here we go. You, I don't know. Oh, this okay. is a long okay. one. You ready for this one? Oh, boy. All right. Mm-hmm. This is by 154 Granny. Oh, good. Another great name. I love it. Two stars. Felt conned. <gasps> taking grandchildren on a trip through Nebraska and South Dakota prior to school starting again, I wanted to support attractions near where I live. So chose Stewart Museum. Buying tickets at the drive-up gate, I asked for a map and directions and was told to get that. You needed to go to gift shop? Going into the gift shop, the only staff member was a young, helpful woman who gave me a map and explained the layout. My grandson, who just turned four and was sitting on the floor, was distracted with something colorful and made noise. While I told him not to touch, within a couple of minutes, it came crashing down with another staff member standing over him. She claimed to be concerned that he not get cut on the glass. Thinking he broke it, I offered to pay for it, which was initially declined. We followed directions upstairs to see displays. When we came downstairs, the second staff member glared at us as she appeared to be discussing us with a third person. As we headed out to see the outdoor attractions, the young staff member chased us down to say her supervisor had told her we needed to pay, which we did. 
The second staff member seemed surprised that we would actually take the broken item for which we spent over $72. Holy shit. This incident ruined our experience and upon a f- reflection, I emailed Stuart asking, why can't people get a map and why would a gift shop have a glass wind chime in the middle of the room sitting at child's level? Five days later, no response from Stuart. To me, the location of the glass wind chime constitutes reckless child endangerment. Whoa. From the behavior of the older second staff member, I believe we were set up, taken advantage of, and she expected to sell this item to someone else after we left. I now question who broke the item. The expensive wind chime we would never have chosen to buy serves as a reminder to us to never go back to Stuart Museum. We have seen their attractions elsewhere. Oh, shit. This is a savage granny. I love it. This is a savage. This is a savage pioneer museum. I they're, love this. They're setting up the biggest fucking scam of the century. I know a lot about children. You should not put breakable objects at their level. <laughs> Don't do that. That's a bad idea. <laughs> So, what's next on our Thanksgiving menu? Um, <laughs> Libby's 29 ounce can, 100% pumpkin. Oh, so is this an Amazon review? It is not. Oh. It is Walmart. Oh, God, you really, I, I just, I just don't have the courage to go to Walmart. You've done oh it multiple gosh. times. Oh I just gosh. don't it's have the so courage. Good. Well, when you're, when you're reviewing Flaming Hot Cheetos, I feel like you have to be there. Yeah. Okay. I'm going. To, I am also going to start my portion with some context. Oh, good. This is from the USDA website. USDA shelf stable food safety. Is it safe to use food from dented cans? If a can containing food has a small dent but is otherwise in good shape, the food should be safe to eat. Discard deeply dented cans. A deep dent is one that you can lay your finger into. Deep dents often have sharp points. A sharp dent on either the top or side seam can damage the seam and allow bacteria to enter the can. Discard any can with a deep dent. Yep, yep. That is what the USDA says. It's a good way to avoid botulism. Such a good way to avoid botulism. Mizras96 has this one-star review. Oh my god, I can't fucking wait. There has been a gritty substance in Libby's pumpkin for at least the last year. I've read many complaints from others online. Absolutely unacceptable. So, Libby's putting some weird shit in their cans. And well, then... yeah, for the past year, and yet she has remained a loyal customer, it ah, sounds like. Sheila has this one star. Every one of the cans was deeply dented. <laughs> It was very difficult to open them with a regular can opener. I had to use other tools. Oh. What, like an Which auger? Which is the, the most ominous. Like, yeah. what did you do, Sheila? What did you do? Like, did you break into your bedside table for some unique contraptions? Like, what are you doing? Oh. I just, like, I imagined her literally, yeah, with, like, an auger or, like, you know, a hammer and... A screwdriver, like, <laughs> brunk, 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 into this deeply dented can. She it's, even she uses the same words that the USDA I know, does. I know, I know, that is spectacular. <laughs> um, this next review is from Boomer. It is one star. Bad recipe, Labelle. What? Go ahead. L a b l e. Bad recipe, Labelle. <laughs> okay, Labla. La, la, la bleu. <laughs> All right, now you got to read it in a French accent. The recipe on the label is for two pies. <laughs> okay, I take it back. Don't do it. 
The recipe on the label is for two pies. There's nothing wrong with my oven temp, and I followed the recipe to the letter. Both pies were overcooked on the edges and raw in the middle. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with my oven. Nothing wrong with me or my spilling. Pumpkin has this three-star review. (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah, it really is pumpkin in a can. So France has this four-star review. I expect it turned up grasshoppers. Thank God it was pumpkin. It's pumpkin. (laughs) So France has this four-star review. I eat canned pumpkin almost every day with my breakfast yogurt, cinnamon, and cereal. A wonderful combination and so healthy and low-cal. Walmart has a larger larger cans available reasonably online, and most other stores have them in the fall. But this time they arrived all smashed up. I am annoyed they were packed so poorly. Just brown paper in between the bags. No actual packing material. They need to do a better packing job. I just, I eat canned pumpkin every single day. Every single day. Can I point out, yes, listeners, that when she did that very pronounced but, she did lean back in her chair, and I think she deserves a Peabody. I do. You did a good job, babe. But then I chinned my microphone. Then you chinned your microphone. You also did that sucking thing, so that's good. Damn it all the hell. <laughs> H1842 has this four-star review. Let's do it. Six out of 12 cans were dented extensively. None were leaking, though. All in all, this is a great value and a very good product. So. All right. Thanks for checking in. Like in 1842, as his username denotes, this guy has botulism. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, so good. Hope has this five-star review. To be honest, I use this in my dog's food to keep him regular. <laughs> Thanks for best. sharing. Thanks for sharing, Hope. I Those love it. Those are the best. The food reviews where someone chimes and they're just like, here's how it works for my dog. I know all you people are eating it, but like, here, here, here's how it relates to my dog in some way. Oh, it's my favorite. And this is my last one. It is from Cher, and we are going to assume that is the musical artist. Good. It is five stars. This is the only pumpkin I will use for my pies. My recipe is fussy and over 200 years old. I have always used this and will never change. <laughs> and well, I just really okay. like that the, the recipe itself is like, use Libby or die. <laughs> use it or die. I'm a fussy old recipe. <laughs> this message brought to you by the Heartlands. I will always use this and never change. Never change. I will never change. This is the only way that pumpkin comes. (laughs) In a can. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I also like 200 years ago. Her soon-to-be ex-husband is walking out the door with his suitcases and she's just standing in the doorway. I will never change. I just, I like this this concept that in 1818, mm-hmm. they were using Libby's 29-ounce can, 100% pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, man. 200 years ago. Nebraska. Oh, I really appreciated the whole Thanksgiving thing. That was super cool. You're welcome. Now let's go back to Grand Island, Nebraska for no goddamn reason. The native peoples did not appreciate it. No, no. No, they didn't. Are you ready for the gastronomical portion of our tour of Grand Island, Nebraska? Because I am. Gastronomical tour. Yes. Okay, All I'm right. ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. So, uh, like so many good places in this good, good country, Grand Island, Nebraska has some restaurants with killer names. Okay, I had to be real choosy. 
We're going to get started with the Sin City Grill. Oh, yes. Yes. It, yes. It's Sin a, City, Grand Island. Got it. It's a Las Vegas-themed burger joint. That's amazing. And we have a five-star review from Joseph M. Stopped for the first time on a Sunday morning for breakfast. It was very good, was hot and fresh. That's always a plus for breakfast. Nothing sits in the window here. Service is top notch. Love it. Went back three more times for burgers and beer. Fairly good beer selection. Probably best burger in town. Maybe Nebraska. Heck, maybe the entire Plain States. Ah, shoot. I will go out on a limb and say that between Chicago and Denver off of I-80, you will not find a better made burger, period, full stop. <laughs> I like that it was like, it was simple description, like town, Nebraska, Plain States. Actually, no, between here and here off this specific interstate, you're not going to do better. But if you get on the I-05, fuck it, there's like all kinds of burgers. There's, there's so many fucking burgers. Oh my gosh. Listen, you go, you go west of Colorado, forget about it. I just like the zoom out. The forget like, about it. Forget about it. <laughs> we have a four-star review from Christian M. Best burger in town and probably the best onion rings too. Quite small inside though. Expect to wait on Friday and Saturday evenings. Not sure if they do reservations, but it would be worth finding out. Atmosphere is set up like Vegas with phony slot machines and a pool table in the back. Only downfall to me is the lack of music. They require you to pay the jukebox in order to play music. Not a big deal, but being a DJ, I like a little music for some background noise to set the mood. <laughs> is, this his is this his application for Sin City Grill? My hey, uh, by the way, I'm a DJ. Our favorite reviews are the ones that are like normal, 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 and then fucking weird thing you it should never say fucking right at the end. It right at the very just end. Spike it like a volleyball. Just, just boom. There's no music. That's shitty. I'm a DJ. But I, I know. I know. Look, I know most people don't notice, but I'm a DJ. <laughs> I work with music every day. And let me tell you. I, I this like, place is waka, 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 weird. Yeah. I like a little country western when I'm having a burger. That's all I'm saying. I'm a DJ. All right, like let's little, do let's like do some crossfading to uh, get me in the mood. <laughs> uh, let it be known, waka waka weird, not getting underrated. That was amazing. We have some reviews. <laughs> Thanks. We have some reviews for another restaurant that I'm very excited about, the Farmer's Daughter Cafe. Oh, great name. Okay. Nothing explains the small town charm of Grand Island like the glowing reviews for Farmer's Daughter Cafe. Okay, so these are good. I mean, people love this place. Oh, Let, I love let's it. Find I'm, out I'm why. already excited. First, we have a review from Randy C. Five stars. I was passing through downtown and saw this little unassuming cafe. Pulled up the Yelp reviews and thought, I'll give it a try. I about fell over when I walked through the door, coming from out off the sidewalk, which was deserted, and thinking what a quiet Nebraska town this must be, then lo and behold, half the town must have been in this cafe. <laughs> They were packed at 10.30 in the morning. Can't imagine what the breakfast or lunch crowd looks like. Then I found out why. Service was fast and great. The eggs and hash browns with gravy were even better. And I can't remember the last time I had fresh homemade pie to finish off breakfast. <laughs> the, staff, the staff seemed to be on a first name basis with all the customers. So definitely a local's favorite. A few miles off the interstate, but I'll be back. All right. That's hilarious. The All whole right. town's so there. It's 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 Mayberry. It's amazing. We have a five star review from Panda B. 
We found this on the way to Black Rock City, one of those diners that makes me consider dropping out of life, renting a cheap apartment nearby, getting a job as a line cook or dishwasher, and then I'll just make life about beers on the weekend and shooting the breeze at the diner. How, How idyllic! That's lovely, right? That's lovely. Yeah. It's important to note that this uh, this user's profile picture is a half-naked man sitting sex- sexily reclined on a leather couch wearing Daisy Dukes. That makes it so much more fantastic. Like before I was like, oh, that's sweet. And now I'm like, you fucking get it. You do it. He's doing like the full scale butterfly spread on the couch in his Daisy Dukes. I love that so immensely. This guy is just living his life for him. Yeah, man. And I support him. And I think that he should get an apartment in Nebraska and drink beers and shoot the breeze. I agree. We got all these glowing reviews. We got another one from Elizabeth L. Five stars. This place is a lovely little blessing of a place. Now, that's funny because we learned from the Fresh Prince of Subway. When you call a place a place, <laughs> it's, the, it's the deepest insult you can make. But this is a blessing of a place. It's a blessing of a place. Beautiful small town with clean streets, delicious breakfast, and friendly staff. Its owner of 18 years chatted, chatted us up while we enjoyed everything. It well worth going a little off the beaten path for this treasure. I love it. Just chatting with the eighteen with the owner of eighteen years, like this place is lovely. And then guess who fucking stomps in and ruins the party? Oh, no. It's Charissa R. Two stars. Oh. I had high hopes. Ordered the daily special of chicken fried steak. Was disappointed. The meal was mediocre, lacked Aww. salt, and the sight of peas looked like they belonged in an institution. What does that mean? <laughs> Couldn't fucking tell you. Couldn't fucking tell you. All those, what? all those, it, the, it, the peas look like they came from a fucking TB ward. Like, come on. Come on. Teresa R is just being a fucking buzz. Like, what is this? All these people enjoying small town life. Teresa I, R is just going to throw that shit around? Just going to throw just, that, I, throw that level of shit? Are like, you kidding that me? That doesn't, I mean, no, I, what? <laughs> I mean, if you want to throw shade, throw shade. But like, that doesn't make any. What does that mean for peas to look like they belong in an institution? It means they're extra mushy. That's all it means. It means they're extra mushy. But what? I I don't know because people in an institution need extra mushy peas. This doesn't. I can't even. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't, mm. I'm. I'm going to spend the rest yeah. of the episode trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah, no, we got to move on because guess what's in Grand Island, Nebraska? That's what, what, right. What? It's the Bonsai Beach Club. <gasps> now, I, Okay, I-, I did. Okay, listen, I did <laughs> Google it. It's not even a peninsula. There's only dry land next to Grand Island. There's, <laughs> there's dry there's land and dry land, but it's not a big river. No, and it's, it's not, not that a, close. It's not, it's not a like river. on the river. No, it's not on the river. Yeah. It's in the middle of Nebraska. Yeah. So when I when I got on Yelp and I was looking for restaurants, I was like, okay, I got to find at least one fish joint because when you go to Nebraska, you want fish. I mean, yeah. You want that fresh They're ocean f- fish. Fresh ocean. You want to smell the sea breeze in Grand Island, Nebraska. So I knew I had to head here. It's a pizza joint. It's Bonsai Beach Club, and I was like, okay, I need to look up this restaurant a little bit, get a bit of context, learn what it's all about. So I'm gonna read the Wave Pizza Company's Bonsai Beach Club About Us page. Are you ready? I am. This is an example of a WordPress page. You can edit this to put information about yourself or your site so readers know where you are coming from. You can create as many God pages like this America. one or sub pages as you like and manage all of your content inside of WordPress. <laughs> Fuck Listen, yeah. this has got to stop. We can't we can't be this way. 
<laughs> we can't be like this, America. All right, we got some reviews for the Bonsai Beach Club. Are you ready? Grand Island, Nebraska won the All-American City Award three times. Oh, my God. I didn't see that. That's amazing. I feel like that needs to be noted. 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 Grand Island, Nebraska, a three-time award winner. All-American award winner. <laughs> All right. We have a five-star review for Jan Traveler 02 for the Bonsai Beach Club. Best pizza in Nebraska, hands down. We drive from Lincoln just for the pizza. They also have the best house salad you will find anywhere. I usually have the Lover's Point boogie, Boggy Board with waffle fries and the house salad. The Boggy Board is small, individual-sized pizza that is more than enough for one person. To top it off, we have a big wave beer from the Big Island, Aloha and Mahalo. Now I'm, <laughs> oh, now no. I'm all hopped up and ready for the state fair so we can visit Bonsai Beach Club and the Wave Pizza Company all in one building. Update, December 2nd, 2016. Visited again and as always was very pleased with our pizza. Drove over 100 miles just to have their pies. We will be back again and again. <laughs> if you wanted to drive that far, you could definitely go somewhere more interesting. Also, you live in Lincoln. What are you doing? We, been to, we went to Lincoln. It's kind of a nice place. It's a really nice place. There's a very it's good cute. coffee shop. There's a very good coffee shop. I mean, shop. I'm sure there's more than one. But So what is Jan Traveler doing? What the fuck? Hey, maybe it really is that good. I don't think so. Laura Kay has this three-star review. When you walk in the door, the stench is overwhelming. Oh. Have no idea what it is, but smells awful. The pizza was okay. The salad was great. Bread, great breadsticks were great. Not the cleanest place. Have been here several times in the past and have to say this place has gone downhill. No wood fire oven anymore. Chairs need replaced. They are very hard and uncomfortable now. And so what I learned from this review, apparently when you have chairs and you sit on them a lot, they actually get harder. Like the wood, the wood gets harder. That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've done the research. Yeah. I've done a lot of sitting isn't chairs. That, isn't, I, I, I'm, I'm like so bad at adulting. I didn't know that we got to replace all our chairs. All our chairs. They're just too old. They are. They're, that's why they're hard. So, so there's this stench, right? We don't know what the stench is. Scott C., in his four-star review... It's all the fresh the it, saltwater fish. In his four-star review has the answer. Okay. This place has the best pizza in Grand Island. The staff is friendly. The prices are okay. The wait is rather long, but worth it. The only real complaint is the smell. When you walk in, for some reason, it kind of smells like grandma's feet. What? Not pleasant. For those of you who have never had the opportunity to sniff grandma's dogs... <laughs> Wait, but okay. no. but but you get used to it. You get used to it. Each pass through Grand Island will certainly include a stop here for a pizza, and apparently the great great smells. Oh my goodness! We have a trimmed two star review from Todd. I'm S. not over this guy who was like, "It smells like feet." For all of you who have <laughs> never smelled feet, it's bad. It because I had been thinking, oh, grandma's feet. That, mm, Yeah, that's what I want to smell right before I eat a boogie board. I also just feel like I could be friends with this person because he casually referenced grandma's dogs. Dogs. Gra grandma comes home and put her, puts her dogs puts up her after dogs. a hard day at the factory. Listen, grandma's hardworking. <laughs> we got a trimmed two-star review from Todd S. I just wanted to read this one part from it. I'm excited. I had a beer. <gasps> the waitress came over and asked if I wanted another. And I said yes please. She then asked that I finish what was in my glass, a mouthful, so she could get me another one in the same glass. Is that against health codes? Just curious. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being directed to swallow your beer? 
I'll be honest, if that happened to me, wouldn't phase me for a second. I know, I know. If I if she was just like, hey, finish that one, yeah. I'd be like, oh, good. They're, when I'm, I'm not going to waste another glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think A, I would think it was great. B, I would just be like, yes, ma'am. Yep. <laughs> that was All a terrible done. sound. <laughs> All done. Oh, my God. Is that against health codes? Listen, listen. <laughs> Vanilla has alcohol in it. It is not safe for children. <laughs> wow. I love... I. I think the things that people believe about the world are so wonderful and interesting. Like, I love that this man is just out there and he has never one time, like, finished a cup of something and then reused that same glass. I know. Like, he probably does that at home all the time. But no, but here it's, it's a health Or maybe he does violation. it. Maybe he gets himself a glass of iced tea, finishes it, gets a new glass. <laughs> I, or, like, stands over the sink and washes it and then puts more of the same beverage in it. Mm-hmm. And he's he, amazing. And, he's, and then he drinks the tap water and dies of TNT poisoning, apparently. Oh, my gosh. We have uh, Ooh, one more restaurant on our okay. gastronomical okay. tour. Okay. This is T-Bone Steaks Steakhouse. That's original. Mm-hmm. We have a one-star review from Ron L. I'm going to do my best old man voice here. I've never practiced it. I'm going to do my best old man voice here. The spurt of an old man with red, bloody eyes. You ready? Listen, imagine Lord and dad. Okay. I don't know who that is. He's the guy in Nebraska. Have you not, like, in Lincoln, that movie? I haven't, wa- you know, I haven't watched Lincoln. We've been I, together I, for like eight like fucking years. I you know, I haven't watched that Lincoln. All the time. I feel like, I feel like I'm always talking about Laura Dern's dad. What's his name? Is it Peter? I don't fucking know. Henry? Peter Dern? I think. Wow. <laughs> Just left an hour and a half wait, got this seated. This is the same guy from earlier. Wow. Just left an hour and a half wait, got seated in the bar where the tables were setting empty since we walked in. Now they're out of bacon wrapped shrimp. No way, Bennett, come back. Two other people leaving as we left. <laughs> no way, Bennett, come back. No way, Bennett, come back. No. No. Come back. One word. I mean, yeah. We only have one more review for T-Bone Steaks. This is from Jinjia G. It's a one-star review for T-Bone Steaks. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. They made us wait four hours there, then took forever to get our food. Their food tasted like shit, and it was, and it was wasted our time eating for four hours, and it wasn't even worth it. <laughs> eating for four hours? They ate for four hours straight. They're like the human centipede. And, and it was, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it you wasn't wa- worth it. You want to know, know the best part? What? The best part is that their profile picture is a picture of Totoro. No. <laughs> yes. Well. And that's the image we're ending on. Totoro eating for four hours at the steakhouse. Life is strange and beautiful. No way, Bennett's come back. No way. <laughs> I think that about does it. I think it does. I think that um, about tears it. It just about tears just it. About, I've just about Let's had it up here. Let's go put our dogs up. We've done hard work. I'm ready to put... It's Thanksgiving. We're going to watch the rerun of the Macy's Day Parade. Uh, she, yeah, we are. Uh, while I make a squash. I assume illegally. Not sure how that's going to happen, but we'll we're figure gonna it figure out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. It we're doesn't gonna, matter because I'm going to make a squash. We're going to make a Hasselback squash. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to hassle back it. We're going to hassle back a squash. Like a um, bunch of fucking hippy dippy idiots. And it's going to be and amazing. And then we're going to make a lentil loaf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yay. Thanks for listening. 
Genuinely. Thank you so much for the people who actually listen to this because we have a lot of fun making it. So we're just going to keep making it because it's fun. Yeah, really. So thank you for the people who are listening to it consistently. It really means a whole lot to us. Um, if you would like to get a hold of us, we are accessible uh, via email at forevercritic at gmail.com or you can tweet at Critic Everyone. I remembered to tweet about our last episode, really patting myself on the back about that one. Forgot to tweet about the one that we just put out yesterday, but I'll do that today. Awesome. So accessible via email, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah? Yeah. Right. We're we, we like getting ready for a board meeting? What the we fuck are, are you doing? We are. Yeah. What the fuck so, are you doing? Okay. Listen, Karen, if you'd like to send the PowerPoint to at <laughs> to forevercritic at gmail.com, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We're going to conference with the branch in Tokyo. And my two, please. A, please review us. It's super helpful. Uh, I think our, our consistent listeners already have. But if you're new, please review us. <laughs> um, and if you're a listener, uh, you know, uh, I know a lot of the people we know don't know a lot of people. But, you know. If you know a lot of people. Let them know. Tell someone about us. It's Thanksgiving. What a good day. What, what a good, good day. day. What a good to day to, to spread the word. I, I'm genuinely proud of what we're doing here. I don't think every episode we do is fantastic, but I think we're getting better. I think this one was hopefully good, except for that intro, which was maybe a little awkward. I fucking love it. And, uh, you know, so just um, let someone know about us. It's, it's all word of mouth right now. Um, we're going to figure out how we're going to promote this dumb fucking thing later. But for now, it's all word of mouth. So we really appreciate you just sharing it, letting someone know what's going on. I think that that uh, yeah. Okay. Ready to go put my dogs up. 